Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow messy life journeyer, and friend. You are listening to episode 22, How Grown-Up Waiting is the Hardest. In this episode, I talk about the facets of waiting and how they truly form us for our lives. Waiting is never easy, always messy, but it can be beautiful and full of love. My mom gently kissed my cheek on Christmas Eve, and I was in constant motion in my bed as I tried to sleep. Eventually, I think I would sleep a little while and then without fail, wake up in the middle of the night, say two or three in the morning. Usually, I would then wake up my twin sister, Sarah. We would tiptoe down the stairs in our fuzzy sleepers. Someone, wink wink, had filled the stockings and it had been decided it was okay since it was Christmas Day. I mean, early Christmas Day, but still Christmas Day. So it was decided we could open up our stockings. There were thrills of delight at the chapsticks and toothbrushes and creams and always, always topped off with a Christmas lifesaver storybook. I don't remember how quickly we went through those. No wonder I had a few cavities as a kid. It all felt so wondrous, so beautiful. It wasn't until later that I appreciated Mom had a different perspective. She'd be still wrapping presents in those wee morning hours, all with the desire to make it special for us. But it was exhausting for her. Since as farmers we weren't able to take vacation, I feel like Christmas was a part of wanting to make up for that, and our childlike wonder and excitement did not disappoint. Although the waiting for Christmas as a child is hard, it's not like the grown-up waiting I have come to know. There's a day when all of the wishes, or most of them, are coming true, and it's December 25th, a point in time when the waiting is over. But I understand now how my parents had passed from the childlike wonder of waiting to the grown-up groaning type waiting. Like when the farm started to fail, when mom got sick, when I got sick, when their marriage bore the strain of all of it. There was no December 25th, which would mark the end of their waiting. And now I know at first hand how waiting is far less predictable as you grow up. Waiting for the right job, what to do with your life, and all the uncertainty which can accompany that. Waiting for the right one and having your heart broken by the wrong one. Waiting for a child you aren't sure when or if he or she will come. Waiting to be ready to go to the country to which you feel called. Waiting for the grief to abate after you tragically leave that country you love. Waiting to feel normal again after you've broken in a million pieces. Waiting for a sense of doing well in raising your kids. Waiting for your dream to find a bookstore shelf. Waiting for validation as to who you are. And two, it's the work of grown-up waiting to understand what is built on promise and will surely come, and what is made up of wishes, possibly not from a freedom and wholeness in Christ. Often in these years of adulthood, 
It is the job of waiting to come to understand that all waiting points toward the surety of eternal fulfillment, face-to-face, life forever with Christ. It's the one thing we wait for which will not disappoint. It's also the one thing we will be waiting for our whole life through, until he returns or takes us home. It's the waiting we'll feel in our soul bones every day, more and more, without it coming to fruition. And so it is in this journey we embrace our trusted friend, Hope. It's like Hopeful, who journeyed with Christian to the celestial city in the classic Pilgrim's Progress. Through all that would have eaten him alive, there was the voice of hope so he could endure. So it is with us. We first experience hope often as a spirited child anticipates Christmas. But as our days lead us into bigger things and deeper loss, we come to see hope as our foundation, rock-solid truth we can hold on to through the deepest storm, and yet as delicate and surprising as the first flowers of spring. Hope fills, too, where the waiting opens us wide in grief, disappointment, sadness. Hope comes into the void speaking a better word, a word of greater things, perfect things, holy things, forever things. It is not that we never realize hope's here. It's just that hope becomes more choice. I mean, more substantial, more beautiful. I will never forget hearing a famous football star say, after winning two Super Bowls, there's got to be more than this. Yes, there is, I wanted to yell into the screen. I heard another YouTube sensation say he and his friends, he said, we could lose it all tomorrow and be okay because we have Jesus. Even after our greatest dreams are realized, they pale in comparison to the glorious riches from eternity past to future found in the treasures of Christ. And even while we wait for the full realization of these riches, what we can partake of them now makes all else feel, look, taste like dust, which vanishes in the slightest wind. Grown up waiting, it's maybe the hardest lesson of growing up, the one that actually grows us up. It refines and purifies and beckons us to see the richness of its lesson, though we surrender all to receive it. I didn't say messy one time this entire episode, except in the introduction, which is the first time, I think. But we know it is so, so out of control is our waiting, and that's a recipe for mess. But that mighty love... You know, that one that shines in the darkness. It's breaking through the mess of our waiting in every nook and cranny. And it will never, ever, ever be overcome. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Wherever your waiting has you, I know there is rich hope for you shining in the midst. May you have been encouraged in this truth today and consider your time here well spent. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, and many other things about which I have written these 10 years of blogging, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N, Com. There are a couple of free ebooks available which you might find helpful in your journey.
You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I will leave you with a few verses from the 84th Psalm, my mom's family psalm. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. May all your hope be sung toward Zion, city of our God, and every pain of waiting be healed in the beauty of Christ. I would love to catch you next time.